0: And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, an update on harvest in the southeast part of Saskatchewan. Agri-News is brought to you by the REMAX Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at LandForSaleSask.ca and McDougal Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative, McDougall Auctioneers, for guaranteed results. Online at McDougallAuction.com. Harvest is moving into full swing in southeast Saskatchewan. The regional crop specialist in Weyburn, Sherry Roberts, says harvest is close to 50% in some areas of the southeast.
1: Depends on the area, Jim. There are some spots where I would say there may be 30 to 40% done. Other areas... Like down by in the southeast where things were planned a little bit later, there may be only 10%, 15% finished. You go over by Radville, south of Weyburn where things were a lot drier. Some of those areas, they're over 50% done.
0: So there's a wide range. What are you hearing about yields?
1: The funny thing is, talking to a lot of people out there, they're saying that they're not as bad as they thought. There's some areas, in fact, that are coming in above average some are right at average, and, of course, there are those areas that did not get the the rain at all, and they are below average. Some of the yields I'm hearing on lentils, 20 to 25 bushels to the acre. I haven't heard any canola yields yet, but they're just really starting to get that underway. And, of course, unfortunately, I haven't heard any cereal yields yet either. But from what I'm hearing, uh, the rumors are there are some people that they are coming up with average to above-average yields, just like I had thought in those spots where the rain rain happened and of course some of the pulse crops that can handle drier conditions they're they're also coming in like I said in some yields twenty to twenty five bushels to the acre on the lentil. So there aren't too many people at this point that are too unhappy but of course things could always have been better if we'd gotten those timely rains.
0: What does the grade seem to be compared to say last year when we had so much moisture?
1: I'm hearing that the grades are a lot better. So while the yields may be down the quality is up there have been a few issues i've heard with some ergot and some of the fall rye and of course some of the fall seeded cereals like the the winter wheat areas where they didn't get the moisture at the right time they didn't fill out as as well as they should have so yields were a little bit down but no quality is a lot better this year
0: what kind of insect and crop disease problems you although you touched on it have we had this year
1: well, there have been some spots down here in the southeast. They have had a lot of issues with diamondback moths and actually birth army armyworms, and there was some spraying done. They have had some spots where spider mites have been an issue in the soybean crop, and also the thistle caterpillar uh, has emerged and, and has not really been an issue in the past, but we saw a lot of it in a lot of soybean fields this year. There were some areas where, of course, grasshoppers became an issue also.
0: Those two, what I call relatively new crops, soybeans and corn, how are they doing in the southeast, which seems to be one of the key areas where they're expanding acreage?
1: Well, I was just out yesterday doing a bunch of soybean uh scouting for uh, a new disease that's out there in the in Saskatchewan called Phytophthora. We're we're doing some uh research with the University of Manitoba looking for the the disease here in Saskatchewan. So, the soybean fields that I was scouting in in the southeast yesterday were absolutely beautiful. The the yields are going to be I think at least average to above average there's going to be a lot of soybean farmers that are happy and of course the corn growers because corn has such an ability to put its root system down deep and find moisture when it needs it the corn crops the ones that i'm seeing are looking exceedingly well particularly in the around the kipling kennedy Glen avenue area there's some beautiful fields along with down by uh... i saw some real nice ones over by carlisle and in the Estevan area yesterday so those two crops And the areas where I've been at the most are looking really well. And surprisingly, even south of Weyburn, where a lot of the rain didn't come, there's some soybean fields down there that are really impressive. So those two crops, they have the ability to find moisture that some of the others don't, and their root systems will go down deeper. So to me, I think there's some people out there that are going to be exceedingly happy that they're expanding their crop rotations into soybeans and corn.
0: Sherry Roberts is the Regional Crop Specialist in Weyburn. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Digelman Industries. Look to Digelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Marcuson New Holland, east of Regina at Emerald Park. Visit Marcuson.com. The Saskatchewan Wheat Development Commission is joining forces with counterparts in Manitoba and Alberta to form a non-profit organization for crop development. Saskatchewan Wheat Development Commission Chair Bill Gale says the Canadian Wheat Research Coalition will provide funding for farm research and new crop varieties. We reached him on his combine just north of Regina.
2: With the change to the Western Canadian deduction when it was put in place, that was a five-year process and that was the WGRF was funded to the final payments of the Canadian Wheat Board. And of course when the Canadian Wheat Board was taken away from us, there had to be a different process put into place. So the provincial commissions were hatched at that time. And now that that five years is, has passed, we're taking on the responsibilities of the WGRF and of course of SIGI funding as well. So we've moved ahead with a new governance model at SIGI, And this is just a continuation of our new responsibilities of the provincial commissions. And that's to pick up The WGRF has left off, and I think what's really good and I think encouraging for farmers that this really will be a completely seamless transition that they will likely not be able to see at all. And we hope, of course, that that will be seamless as well for the funder, the people that we fund as well, the breeding institutions uh, and those likes.
0: Yeah, when we refer to the WGRF, the Western Grains Research Foundation, and SIGI, of course, the Canadian International Grains Commission. uh, or institute pardon me so you you're 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 saying all the grain the wheat commissions across Western Canada in the three prairie provinces have joined forces to fund research on an ongoing basis
2: yeah, so we're going to be picking up the core wheat agreements when they time out the wgF will still carry those up i think I think they end in twenty nineteen so uh, the wgF still has a role, and then of course the the new wheat cluster uh is going to be coming up, so we'll be taking on that responsibility as well. And just so people are aware, the WGRF is is going to have a new role. That's not that they're going to disappear. They're going to be handling the agronomy cluster, and that'll be an all-crop cluster. So certainly we will be very much involved with them moving forward as
0: well. How much does the Saskatchewan Wheat Commission provide for crop variety development?
2: right at the moment, initially, the WGRF farmers have been funding for 30 cents a ton for close to 30 years. And so about $80 million farmers have uh, already got invested into research. And so, you know, now it's up to a dollar a ton, and along with that responsibility of the 30 cents, there's 15 cents that's going to be going to SIGI. And then, of course, SAS Wheat has the remainder of the dollars, and we're, those are new dollars into research. Uh, we've been investing over the last four years, and certainly, as uh, SAS producers know, we're laddering up that, and we should soon uh, be at a point of where we're going to have our maximum spending here. We want to have about 80% of our budget uh, here. In Saskatchewan, which is about six million dollars a year, eighty percent of that will be earmarked to research.
0: What are some of the key goals right now? You're hoping to develop in terms of wheat varieties.
2: Well, certainly, the, a big one in Saskatchewan has been really the, the horrendous damage that fusarium has, has caused this year. It looks like we've had a dry year, and we're not. That's not going to be uh, such a problem. It doesn't look as it's that bad so far. But certainly, uh, you know, the WGRF and the other commissions have been doing a lot of research uh, as our breeding institutions have here in canada and then beat across the world into fusarium so it's a big one you know outside of that there's just a varietal development and, and that's an ongoing thing so mother nature is in a constant state of evolution and when we beat one disease or rust there's another one in there to take its place so all of these things have been going on for well over 100 years and they're going to continue and we just need to make sure that we can put farmers dollars in the proper place so that we can maximize the return to our businesses.
0: Bill, we've reached you on the combine just north of Regina Harvesting. What are you harvesting? How's it going?
2: been good so far i think in this general area north of Regina, i would say that the pulses are pretty much in the bin now the wheat harvest has just started we started about three days ago on our wheat and so far it's been a i, I think we're surprised at how good the yields are the oil seeds are probably uh, just coming down though there's a lot of canola being swathed right now so i think they're a few days away but harvest is really uh in full swing
0: can you throw a few yield numbers at me
2: yeah you know i, I we're not lentil growers here but you know i've I've been hearing lentil yields in, in somewhere mid 20 to 30 bushels an acre, so I think guys were quite happy with that. And the wheat yields a little bit too early to say, you know, I think what we're doing here is somewhere between 40 and 50 bushels an acre, so hardly a disaster, but, you know, not a bumper crop either.
0: Bill Gale is chair of the Saskatchewan Wheat Development Commission. He farms just north of Regina. We spoke with him from his combine. Canada's Minister of Public Safety will be part of Canada 150 celebrations at a famous Saskatchewan Farm homestead. It goes tomorrow, that Saturday. Ruff Goodale will be at the Symphony Under the Sky Festival at the Motherwell Homestead National Historic Site near Abernethy. Major events are expected to start around noon. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of as Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornsson, as Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin' Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra this morning were mixed in early trading. Canola fell 460 at 469.54. Oats dropped 48 cents at 161.50. Number one red spring wheat increased two dollars one cent at two forty four eighty six. The rest were unchanged. Durham two ninety three seventy seven, feed barley one thirty nine twenty nine, flax four forty six twenty five, yellow peas two eighty eight fifty four, and feed wheat one thirty six forty eight. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, September spring wheat is up four and a half cents at six fifty five a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642 5358 or Weyburn 842 4574. This is Grant Barnett with the Market Report, Heartline Livestock here in Moose Jaw. 200 plus cattle on offer here on Tuesday. Cow market on them big, strong, high yielding cows looked like it was two to three bucks stronger. Them good cows are going to bring anywhere from 95 to 99. Some of them, real, real top-end cows, 98 to $1.34. four. Medium kind of cows, cows with calves just coming off, or them shellier cows, they're going to bring anywhere from 90 88 right up to 93 four cents. Lots of bulls on offer. The big bull bulls bring from a dollar eighteen right up to a dollar twenty eight. On the real top-end bulls, yearling market maybe looked a little stronger. We are having a pre-sort yearling and calf sale here on next Tuesday here in Moose Jaw. Looks like this market could be a little stronger. The board has got a little better. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have a great afternoon. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork
3: prices. Ham sold 5,500 hogs Thursday, selling at a range of 159 to 179 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,200 heads, selling at a range of 156 to 176 per CKG. 100 index dress weight hog prices for the week ending Friday, August 25th are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 171.86, Ham's Cash, 170.36, Thunder Creek Brickle, 185 even, and High Life, 177.41 dollars per CKG. Ham's Cash hog price today is down, and forward contract prices opened down this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar was up 22 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2529. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 80.04 cents U.S., U.S. cash markets traded lower all week, dropping an average of more than white per day and taking prices to the lowest level since early May. U.S. packers have not changed their buying strategy in several weeks and are content to match their cash hog bids with losses in wholesale pork prices. Lean hog futures continue to see heavy influence from the cash market trend, but the discount that the October lean hog contract holds to cash prices is much larger than normal. Producers still looking to add to price protection to their winter production should set targets approximately $15 per ckg Canadian higher than the current forward price offering.
0: Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 6:20 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton, and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Prairie Six-Inch Eavesdroff, specializing in six-inch eavesdroffs for farm buildings and shops. Online at PrairieEavesdroff.ca. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today mainly cloudy, 30% chance of showers this afternoon. Risk of a thunderstorm, the high 24, the low 10. Tomorrow mainly sunny, the high 28, the low 10. Sunday sunny, the high 29, the low 11. Monday sunny, the high 32, the low 12. Tuesday sunny, the high 28, the low 11. Wednesday sunny, the high 27, the low 12. Thursday, sunny, the high 25 degrees. Normal high is 23, the normal low is 8 degrees. The sun rose at 6.02 this morning. It sets at 7.59 tonight. Around the province, we have Estevan at 21, Saskatoon 19, Swift Current 21, Weyburn is 18, Yorkton is 22. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's 23, that's 73 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the west-northwest at 5. Humidity is 57%, Barometer rising 101.2. Cloudy and Moose 21 degrees. Winds are from the north-northwest at 22. Once again, Regina, cloudy and 23. That's 73 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.